Keep calm. Calm And respect the technique. Involving sound. DJ Professor Lee. I respect that. Warning. Get ready for a whole new dimension. Party entertainment. Moment in entertainment history. Where talent and technological advances combine to change the party experience forever. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your mix master, DJ Professor Lee. Professor Lee. DJ Professor Lee is officially in the building. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Yeah, this is your boy, DJ Professor Lee, coming at you one time right here on a Thursday night. That's right. If you hear the sound of my voice, you know exactly what time it is. Seven o'clock. It's time for the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. And you got no place else to go because... I got Mo. Yeah, I got Mo right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. And you just got finished listening to an awesome, awesome two hours of music. DJ DNA, he just finished up. Again, you did a really good job. Man, poetry in motion, and that is mastery at its best. And just before that, you heard DJ Touchdown. What a lot of fun he had. I'm glad everything got straightened out for him because he was having a little problem with the internet or our server last week, and he got that straightened out, and uh, he sounded great. So both two great DJs setting the lineup for me here on the TTT Radio Network. And right now, you got me on the show, and uh, like I said, you got no place else to go. And DJ DNA, he told you that my wife is going to be on the air tonight. That's right, Ginger is going to be on the air. She's going to join me in about a half hour or so. So if you got to go get something, you got to go get something from some food, you got to go get something to, you know, to drink. You got to go pay that bill. Whatever you got to do, go get it done. Be back here in about about, eh, about a half hour or so. Yeah, we got a couple people tuning into the show already. So if you're on the network, uh, head on over to the app and say hello, hello, hello. And we'll let you know that we see you. And when we see you. Yeah, I see. Yeah, let's see. I see. Um, let's see. Baby K is here. Greek Peach is here. We've got DNA here. Sugar Bridge is 810. Corey is still hanging around. Jenna's here. Tom, Pink Butterfly. TT. We've got the real piece. We've got Jazzy Cat in the house. Oh, my goodness. Jess Brandon. Is that Brandon? Is it Jess Brandon? Anybody else but Brandon? No, that's just Brandon. Yeah, Greek Peach, I think I mentioned. Mandy is here. Nettie Boo is here. Oh, man. Oh, man. And that's just on the app, folks. So you're missing out. If you haven't downloaded the app, you need to go and check it out really, really soon. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So basically tonight's going to be a little bit different. Um, when I say different, we're going to have Ginger as both our TTT moment person tonight. And she's also going to participate as our trivia person. Yeah. My goodness. I posted already on Facebook seven things about Ginger. And uh, I also just posted them on the chat, so you might want to scroll up a little bit and see if you can guess which one of those seven things is not true about Ginger. I'm telling you, you got your work cut out for you, because you can't go on the internet and look this stuff up. You just got to be smart. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) The whole thing on the TTT Radio Network is we want you to be smart, smarter than you have to be. So 
I'm going to let this track play out. I'm going to start off with a little bit of Al Green. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about what is happening as far as the weather is concerned. I'm down here in Leland, North Carolina, and we got some weather to talk about. So let us know. Do you have any weather where you are or not? Do you have any weather or not? Do you have weather or not? Get it? You know, you weather or not? Do, do, do you have any weather or not? You, you get the idea. <laughs> All right. I see Pharaoh is here. What's up, Pharaoh? Hey, everybody. Let's go. Eric in the house, Eric from Texas. What's up, Skyler? Pharaoh's digging it. Hey, Aisha. Yeah, DNA did an awesome job. That's my son. That's my boy right there. Mr. W123102 is here. What's up, Corey? Just checking in. Yeah, people. <laughs> people are. Uh, they're looking at some of those those facts about my wife Ginger. She'll be coming up a little bit, and they're looking at them. They're like, like, yeah, number four 
is not true. It can't. That's they're, they're, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to hang around and find out, right? Some people say number four is not true. <laughs> A lot of people, anyway. So any anyhow, yeah. So um, yeah, I just want to say that Skyler is here. Uh, maybe maybe is here. Blaine is here. Richie's here. Uh, Lorelai is here. So great. These are some of my weather people too. So I'm really, really happy to see you here. Right now, I just want to find out, what about you? Do you have any weather or not? Did you have any weather or not? Here in Leland, North Carolina, where I am, we were we actually did pretty good. I mean, we got like up to 88 degrees here in, in Leland. And it was a nice 88 too. So I'm happy about all of that, man. I'm, I'm going to take it whenever I can get it here. So, uh, so that was really good. Uh, let's see. We also talk about our hot spots and our cold spots. So hot spot this t- this day, this is uh, June 17th, was in Needles, California. Needles, California. Never even heard of Needles, California. Never even knew there was such a thing. But it turns out Needles, California got up to 109 degrees today. Yeah. <laughs> 109 degrees. That is, that's, that's, that's. That's Are you good. serious? No, 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 no. 109 degrees today. And so um, in truck, now a cold spot was Truckee, California also. So we have a, a like a double double whammy here. We have the hot spot in, in California. We also have the cold spot in California. So Truckee, California was at 32 degrees today. Truckee, California? Hey, yeah. Have you ever heard of Truckee, California? I've never even heard it. Yeah. Wow. My goodness. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, but uh, you know, it's like I don't know. I, I'm not. In, I'm not interested in going to where it's 109 degrees right now. I'm not interested in going to where it's 32 degrees right now. I'm gonna stay right here, right here, right where I am. Eric says that they got up to 97 where he is in Houston. He's in Houston, Texas. So that's good. That's not bad. Richie in Salt Lake said they got like 98 degrees. So like we're all like hitting the 90s, right? So I'm like, you know, as far as these guys are concerned, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like really cool here, right where I am. Somebody was asking me the question. They said, what was the Al Green song? It was the name of the song was Full of Fire by Al Green. It's a great, great track. Yeah, Full of Fire. Did you like that track? Maybe we'll play it again for you sometime. Maybe tonight even. See, yeah, you never know. Hey, it's my show. It's my show. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, Just Brandon said today was like hot. It was like 89, so it wasn't just a normal hot. It was like hot. It was a different kind of hot. But it was like, it was sunny. He said, Brandon said, just Brandon said it was sunny. Great going to the park and, you know, dealing with the weather out there. So that's good. Yeah, Blaine in Chicago said it was 91 degrees. That's not bad. That's not bad, right? Who's that? World of Wind. Hey, World of Wind. What's up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were the one that asked about the Al Green song. Yeah. I love that song. But you never heard that song before, right? Yeah. That's why you check in on the TTT Radio Network DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. All right. Let's do one more. Lorelai says that in New Orleans, New Orleans, yes, that's how you say it. It's New Orleans. It was 93 today. So everybody, you had gray weather. I'm thinking you deserve a round of applause. <laughs> so we started off tonight with a little bit of Al Green. You know who we're going to do next? Are you looking on the app? Because if you're looking on the app, you can see what the song is that's, that's kind of playing in the background now. Background. 
Yeah. And if you're driving, this song is just for you. Aisha, I love Al Green too. And that's it. I played it just for you. Hey, that rhymes. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a poet and I don't even know it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm not a poet. All right. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. All right. Anyways, so yeah, we're going <laughs> to so we're going to do a little bit of uh, Aretha Franklin right here on the TTT Radio Network and then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit and we're going to get start getting ready for Ginger. Yeah, Baby K said it was 84, but he's been working all day. Yeah, World of Wind said here in the UK it was so hot today, it's usually it's freezing. Well, you got to head out, you got to head over to California. Eh? My goodness. <laughs> oh man, oh man. World of Wind. I've not seen that name before. Yeah. You're listening to the TTT Radio Network Worldwide, and I'm DJ Professor Lee, right here. You got no place else to go because we got a whole bunch of mo, and right now we got none other than Aretha. Yeah, don't go nowhere. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's been shaking and what's been baking in the news. Thank you, World of Wind. Thank you. It means a lot. What's up?
Tom, hey Tom. Ah, looks like we got Deb Murray in the house. Penny, is that you? I see you. What's up, Penny? Yeah, a little bit of a free. I haven't played Aretha in quite some time. So tonight was the night. And I think we got to revisit with her. We actually did her as a TTT moment person a while back. So we're going to have to do that again. But right now, everybody, it's time for what's shaking and what's baking. That's right. What's shaking and baking in the news. And you know how we do it here on the TTT Radio Network. First, we talk about what's happening locally. Then we go over and we talk about what's happening nationally and then we talk about what's happening globally so let me head on over to the news desk gotta get over there takes me a little while to get over there yeah okay all right oh look at that there's some squirrels out there you see the squirrels out there oh let me go back over here yeah oh okay anyway all right, here we are. We're at the news desk. Here. Oh, good. Okay, Charlie Brown. I get it, I get it, I get it. All right, so let's talk about what's happening locally. A whole bunch of stuff is happening here locally. My goodness. I'm only going to report on a, one or two things here. Actually, just one thing here locally. Did you guys, well, you guys probably didn't hear about this because this was like local news. Remember last week I talked about the dude who robbed the, uh, he robbed a, 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 he didn't rob, he hijacked a school bus. You remember that dude? Yeah. Yeah, those those kindergartners basically tore him up, right? 
He, he drove it for like six miles or something like that, and he just had a meltdown. He turned himself in after that. But did you hear this? Is, did you hear about the Pop Tart Bandits? The, 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 the Pop Tart Bandits? Yeah, Pop Tart Bandits. Yeah, this guy and uh, an older man and his, and his young acquaintance stole large quantities of Pop Tarts. Pop-Tarts, milk cartons, you know, tons of milk. And yeah, they, they stole it from an elementary school. Apparently they broke in and uh, that's what they were after. That was the stash that they were after. <laughs> so they have the infamous name now as <laughs> the Pop-Tart Bandits. Yeah. So police were wondering, like, what was the what was the motivation for breaking in and stealing Pop-Tarts and you know, crackers and all that kind of stuff. And uh, basically it came down to hunger. Yeah, they, they were hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure that one out, right? They weren't after the money. They just wanted a little snack right there. Yeah, anytime somebody steals Pop-Tarts or, you know, cartons of milk, we can stick the sixth graders on them. So we know exactly how to handle that. So, But that's locally. So anyway, let's head on over and get what's happening nationally. This is really cool. First of all, did you hear about, what's his name? Jeff Bezos, you know, the guy that owns uh, like Amazon. Did, did you hear what, what he's going to do? I mean, if you have so much money, you don't know what to do with it. Hang out with Jeff Bezos because basically the dude is, he's going to fly into space, man. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but like he was like, he's going to take some of his homies with him. Did you, did you know that? He's going to take some of his homies with him. What? Yeah, yeah. If you wanted to go with him, you can actually fly into space with him. Because they were gonna, he's going to take like six people. And they basically had a bunch of people already signed up. They're already going like, to be riding with him, shotgun and whatnot. Well, not shotgun, but well, yeah, shotgun. Somebody will be in the driver's seat, somebody in the passenger seat, you know, that whole thing. And um, turns out they had one seat left. Yeah, they had one seat left. And so they decided to put it up for bid. Yeah, I bet you'll never guess how much it went for. Anybody? Any takers? $28 million. Are you serious? $28 million was the winning bid to fly up into space with Jeff Bezos. So I'm going to say, hey, you know, good on you, Jeff Bezos, because you definitely know how to make money. And... Of course, we are all going to be watching to make sure that we see this, this spectacle, and we certainly hope that it all goes exactly as planned, because they put a lot of money on, into this. Hey, one other thing I wanted to put report, that's nationally, and that's about the vaccine. You know, we're moving along with the vaccine, and the cases are falling every day. So kudos to the government and for everybody who's been contributing to that. And, uh, but for those of you who have not gotten vaccinated yet, um, you're still at risk. You're still at risk. You may be even more at risk because there is a new variant that's out there. It's called the Delta variant, and it's even worse than the actual COVID. So if you've gotten your vaccination shot, you are protected for the most part, and also you're protected from the new variant as well. So um, talk to somebody. If you need somebody to give you some more confidence in getting that shot, you definitely need to go ahead and get that done as soon as possible. And the last thing I want to talk to you about locally has to do with, well, nationally, I should say, is Juneteenth. 
Did you know, have you ever heard of Juneteenth? Yeah, we talked about this back in February, about Juneteenth. Juneteenth is January 19th, and um, this is this is when... Just dropped it here. Yeah, this is when slavery officially ended. I mean, most people don't even know that. A lot of people think that, well, you know, Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Well, turns out there were people still held in slavery for an additional two years after that. So slavery really went on for quite some time, and a lot of people were pretty upset about it. Obviously, at the time when they found out that some of the slaveholders were just kind of leading people along. And then once they were freed, people just wanted to forget it. They just kind of swept it on the carpet. I bet you didn't hear about it in your history books. And now, today, I'm proud to say that President Joe Biden has actually made June 19th an official federal holiday. So good on you, President Biden. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And the last thing we're going to talk about is one global thing. And then once we're done with this, we are going to play one more track and then we're going to come back and we're going to get Ginger in the studio. I know you're waiting to hear about Ginger, right? So <laughs> so here's what we got globally. Did you hear that uh, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden and Putin have had their meeting, uh, their summit? And uh, sounds like everything is going pretty good, according to the news reports. But, uh, you know, I, you got to wonder, man, you know, but hey, that's good. At least they're talking. And the good news that came out of it so far, you know, if there's good news that you want to hear about is that they're going to start allowing ambassadors to be uh, residents in each of the countries because that had stopped for a while. So that's good news. At least something positive happens. So maybe some other good things will come out of it. So, so. anyway, all right. So somebody said they didn't hear anything. So let me know if you're not hearing it. So I don't know what's going on. But anyways, let me just double check here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to let this track play out. And when we come back from this track, we'll have Ginger here in the studio with you right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. Let's go. Nevertheless, you got to get down. 
fantasy freak through the beat so unique You move your feet and sweat from the heat Back to the fact I'm the Mac and I know that The way I keep the rhyme, someone call me a poet Pouring steady flowing, growing, showing sights and sound Caught in the groove, inventation I'm found Many trip the tour upon the rhymes they soared To an infinite height, to the realm of the hardcore Here we go, off I take ya Dip trip, lip Fantasia TT Radio Network, and if this is your first time tuning into the show, we have a lot of stuff that's packed into an hour and a half. So um, don't go anywhere because some, even after Ginger leaves, we're gonna hopefully she stays around for for a, a, quite a while. But uh, even after she leaves, we still got some amazing facts and things to talk to you about because this whole show is about you learning more than you need to know about what's going on in the world. But right now, ladies and gentlemen. I have somebody here in the studio that I want to introduce to you. She is awesome. She's amazing. Probably the smartest person that I have ever, ever met. Everybody, give a big round of applause to my wife, Ginger Bloom. What's up, Ginger? Well, <laughs> I'm getting a little worried. <laughs> They're going to get to hear more than they deserve to hear. <laughs> and I want you all to know, Lee always sounds very confident on the radio. But tonight, he's a little nervous. Because, I'm definitely nervous. <laughs> yes. Definitely nervous. So I will tell you a, a, a true fact about myself is I, my career in life was a psychologist. Mm -hmm. So I usually say things like they really are. Yeah, she <laughs> that, tells it like it is, man. <laughs> that worries him. <laughs> on the other hand, Lee has been trying to get me to be a guest on his show for quite a while. 
And um, I had trouble agreeing to it. And partly, if you think about it, what do psychologists do? They're listeners. They're not usually speakers. Right. So here I am. I'm going to be a speaker tonight. You're going to be a speaker tonight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm wow. out of my my comfort zone. Yeah, but you're okay? doing fine. You're doing fine. So. So. So we. So people are. They're, they're like blown away with some of these. Uh, these trivia questions. They're not trivia questions. Uh-oh, uh-oh. They're not trivia. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I didn't just say that, right? They're not trivia questions, but usually we do a trivia right at this time right now. And uh, what we decided to do was something a little different. And you actually came up with this idea that we would do some things that are true right. and some things that are false about your life. Because you have done some amazing, amazing things, right? So <laughs> I, I thought what we would do is just go right down the list because people are guessing um, which one they think is false, mm-hmm. right? Because there's seven yes. things and one of them is not true. Right. And uh, we're not going to keep them in suspense very long. We're actually going to go through them and then you're going to reveal the one that is. <laughs> well, I, I'll talk about each one. You'll I talk really about each one. Sure. Okay. All right. So, are you guys ready for this? Because you're going to be you're going to be like in shock. All right. So here's the here's the first one. All right. Now, this is my wife Ginger. Right. Uh, Ginger. This is this is a fact about her. Ginger was in an attempted holdup on a train in Columbia, South America. I was going to say Columbia, South Carolina, but. <laughs> That, well, that could have happened too, though, yeah. right? Okay. But I told you he was nervous, so there's an example. There's an example, right? <laughs> so, is that true or is that false, Ginger? Oh, you want me to tell him right now? Oh, I thought I thought that's how you're going to do oh, it. So okay. we'll read them all first. Okay. All right, we'll read yeah, them all. Sure. Okay. So we'll do that. So that was number one, and number two, Ginger speaks four languages languages fluently, and this qualifies as what they qualifies her as what they call a polygot person who can speak multiple languages. So is that true or is that false? Number three, she drove herself to fifth and sixth grade in a small motorboat. Hmm. <laughs> a lot of people think that that's, uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> or they think it's false. You know, I guess some people say it's false. As number four, because a lot of people think that that one's false which is at age 17, she accidentally flew an airplane into the Bermuda Triangle and got temporarily lost at sea. A lot of people think that that one's a false one. Okay. So I'm telling you, I told you people, you got your work cut out for you. That's why I drive, by the way. (laughs) You're going to have to wait. Anyway, okay. Number five, she performed a salsa dance in Heredia, Costa Rica, a salsa dance. Mm, if you know Ginger, yeah, that could be true, but is it? Number six, she played on a golf team in high school. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. And then there's a number seven. We'll do number seven. She had a chronic knee problem that was totally healed by a, <laughs> by a shamanic healer in Ecuador. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so that is set, those are seven facts about my wife. Uh, I happen to know that which ones are are true and which ones are false and she's got a whole bunch of other ones that 
Every time we talk about, we, we go out to dinner with people and then she comes up with something new about her life. So. But I'm curiously, as you're looking at any feedback, is there a certain one that most people think is the false one? Number number four, about flying into okay. the Bermuda Triangle. Alrighty. So, so we'll so which, go through quickly through some of these and, and uh, take more time if we need to on others. All right. All right. Okay. So you want to start with number one? Sure. All right. So let me tell you about number one, um, that I was held up on a, a train, a very dilapidated old train in Columbia, South America. And that is true. My aunt is Odessa was involved Happy one birthday. summer as a missionary <laughs> in the Andes Mountains in Colombia. Wow. And my mother and I, I think I was 14 at the time, took this train to go visit her. We had to sit on our suitcases because there weren't enough seats. Again, this was an old train. This turned out to be a blessing for us because the robbers rifled through the suitcases above the seats and totally missed our suitcases because we were sitting on them. Oh, man. Choking me. It, it uh, was very scary, but we, we were okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man, oh man. Do you, I mean, do you, do you, when you think about that now, do you kind of like remember what you felt like when that was happening? You know, when you're young, you feel like things will like turn adventure. out, it'll be okay. And actually, I remember thinking at that point in my life, it was like being at Disney World. You know, maybe this was made up to entertain uh -huh. <laughs> the, the people in that country, you know? Yeah, because your, you know, your mom was, she was a very, you know, controlled lady and she probably knew how to handle stuff like that right right she knew and how to help you be calm and just natural uh, i don't know if she helped me i think i helped her <laughs> you helped her out okay all right all right that is amazing Heck. so that's true you that's were held true. up you were held yes. up on a train yeah in columbia south america and actually to tell you a little bit more about that story when we got off the train we had to go on this river to go out to the missionary site and while we were on the river we were sitting on this boat. It was kind of flat. And all of a sudden, there was like a whirlpool. And they're looking around, the people that were, um, you know, guiding the, the boat. And they kept looking over at us. And I could tell they were going to have to throw things overboard because the boat was getting too low in the water. Oh, my goodness. And they kept looking at us. And they didn't think we knew any Spanish or anything. Yeah. And sure enough, I could hear what they were saying. Oh, my goodness. And they were thinking of, let's get rid of the Americanos. Americanos, yeah. yeah. It didn't happen, but they were considering it. Well, good thing it didn't happen yeah. because then, uh, you know, I'd be married to somebody else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so anyway. I, <laughs> All right. Number two is uh, that I speak four languages fluently. Um, I don't, as you can tell from what I just said, I do speak Spanish pretty fluently, and I speak a minimal amount of French, and then English, of course. So wow. <laughs> I don't so speak guess, four. Nobody guessed that one. <laughs> yeah, that's the false one. So, folks, you've got... Like you, this is that was the false one, everybody. So if you were reading all of these, you are like, you, you better hang around so you can hear how some of these could possibly be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of us speak speak Spanish, and um, I, I hardly speak English, but I speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've spent some time in um, you know Latin Latin countries, uh, Ecuador, Costa Rica. 
Puerto Rico. No, that's not. That's not. <laughs> Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Uh, that's not a country. <laughs> okay. All right. How about number? So number three okay. is true. Right. Well, drove yourself. Wow. Fifth and sixth grade, um, we had moved to Vero Beach, Florida, which is on the Indian River, and uh, we lived down a canal. And my little boat was down that canal. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, I got in the boat and took it to school. Um, it um, the, the boat had like a 45 uh, Scott outboard engine, as I recall. And it didn't take me too long to get to school. I was going to say maybe 15, 20 minutes at the most. And I would dock on the river, at the Indian River, and then walk about the length of a football field to my school. So I was ages 10 and 11 when this all happened. But the neat part about this story (laughs) was when it was time to go home, school ended, I became very popular. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I <laughs> because bet. everybody wanted to go home with Ginger and water ski on the way home. And we would take turns who would, you know, drive the boat and, and who would water ski. And of course, these friends of mine didn't tell their their uh, parents <laughs> right. how they were going home with Ginger. They would just say, oh, I'm going to go home with Ginger and have some fun this afternoon. So that was that. Wow. And occasionally, I think the the scariest thing about that story was that often in the Indian River, there were sea cows. These are really big animals. Sea what? Sea cows, they were called. And every once in a while, I would hit with the propeller one of those sea cows. And they they were fine, you know. They were Uh like big hippopotamus almost. Oh, my goodness. And I would shear the pin on the engine on the propeller so i'd have to get out of the water get in and fix the sheared pin and nobody else knew how to do that with my amongst my friends so mm-hmm. that became my job that was not fun yeah. and how old were you i was around 10 and 11 oh my goodness well there you go <laughs> so now the one that people thought was definitely false mm-hmm. is number four Okay. So, folks, hang on to your seats. (laughs) Literally, you should hang on to your seats because this one is true, right? Yeah. Yep. So what happened, um, I was about 17 years old, and uh, it was right before graduating from high school. I took several of my girlfriends. I think there were four of them. Yeah, there were four because with me is five, and we had a six-seater Piper uh, airplane. So we went to, supposedly we were going to go to the Grand Bahamas. But as we were heading out, first we flew from Vero Beach down to West Palm Beach. And then we went from West Palm Beach out to the the Bahamas. But I'd set my autopilot on where we were headed and sat back to relax and have fun. And sure enough... We're going for about, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes. And all of a sudden, this plane comes up next to us really close, which is not usual at all. Planes don't come that close to each other. Did it have USSR on it? No, it didn't, honey. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. (laughs) But here we are out over the Atlantic. And the plane starts just doing its wings, right and left, right and left. And I'm wondering, what's going on? I thought the first they were just kind of waving at us. So I waved back through the window, and 
they looked at me again and started, you know, with their hands, all, all kinds of crazy motions, which was very odd. So I thought I better check what's going on here. And I took the autopilot off to see what was going on and it was stuck. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it turns out that I was headed out to sea and uh, I would have missed the island, and there was nothing past there. I mean, oh, <laughs> we would have not done very well. <laughs> so I realized that the instruments were not uh, working. The compass and directional indicators were stuck. So I decided to follow this plane, and they were very happy when they realized I got it. I followed them into the airport, and sure enough, the minute we landed uh, safely in Freeport, everything seemed to work again all the instruments were working so we were just out sort of the on the edge of the um, bermuda triangle Man. i know so and, you're like you're like you're like one of the only people i've ever met who actually said <laughs> that stuff is true it, oh it is true it's a true so when we're in the car and we're going on vacation or something like that and i get lost and yeah. you know, i said honey I, I think i'm stuck in the, <laughs> yeah, in right. the bermuda triangle you you know you'll be understanding right you'll oh, know exactly sure, you'll know exactly sure. okay yeah but you know before you go on though i i don't know that i don't know that people have the whole story because they're I don't think you said anything about like what how is it that you were flying a plane? Oh. I don't think they I don't think they know that you know there's a connect I mean like there's you're a seven you're seventeen years old right. and you're flying a plane solo, getting lost and stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it just doesn't seem to yeah. it just doesn't seem to fit. So So I grew up in a family where my mother and father both were pilots. Uh, my father had his instructor degree. My mom didn't. But during the wo- World War II, ah, ah, she was what they I'm called a ferry north, pilot. The and she would deliver these small planes around. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the, I always grew up in, an, in that kind of an atmosphere. And um, I got my license as soon as I could. I couldn't wait to get it, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I have lots of stories. I can tell you all some other crazy stories. I'll tell you one quick one. Go ahead. <laughs> so I worked one summer in Geneva, Switzerland, which, by the way, sp- people speak French in that area. The other areas, they speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was working as a secretary at the airport when suddenly one of the pilots there got sick, couldn't keep flying, and, and uh, they one day said, we have three planes that have to go to Vienna, Austria. We need another pilot. And they had no idea I was a pilot. <laughs> and I said, uh, like raising your hand, you know, in class, I said, I am, and I'll take the third plane <laughs> oh, no. to Vienna. So I sent my parents a telex. And back then, that's how you communicated. You sent them a what? A telex, yeah, right. That's how you communicated <laughs> quickly. You didn't text. You didn't text. And I said, I'm going to start uh, helping with some of the delivery of the planes for Piper Aircraft. They sent a note back. A telex. Said, a telex. Yeah, a telex. <laughs> and said, get your, you know what, home. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, the, flying in Europe is very different, right? I mean, English is the, the national pilot's language, mm-hmm. but they still knew that Ginger had never flown in the Alps. 
And in the Alps, you use what's called a turbocharger <laughs> because you're flying so high. And I had never. So that's why you drive the way you drive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if, if my friend Penny's listening, <laughs> she's, she's always listening. laughing, laughing yeah. at how fast I drive. Yeah. So uh, I, I said, you know, I fly, but I need to get some lessons on using the turbocharger. So mm-hmm. that happened in a couple days. And then that weekend I took off to Vienna. Wow. Now, I already told you once that I drifted in the Bermuda Triangle. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you another story Uh-oh. about drifting, sort of. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> so um, three of us flew. Each had a different plane, of course, and we were in formation all the way to Vienna. But all of a sudden, these I guess they were little jets. These jets came above us and started forcing us down to Earth. I mean, like, you know, coming on top of us. Literally, I remember I was probably around 800 feet from the ground, and and um, the other guys were radioing me saying, Ginger, we need to go, I forget, you know, 10 degrees east or whatever it was, I mm-hmm. forget. And let's get out of here. We've drifted over into the Czechoslovakian border. Oh, man. And so around that time... This one plane pulled over near me, just like they did in the Bermuda Triangle, Mm -hmm. and looked and saw here was this little girl. Now, (laughs) I was um, tiny for my age. That would do it, yeah. So I was, at the time, like, uh, let's see, I was 18 at that point, but I looked like, you know, Mm -hmm. a 14-year-old. Yeah, a little Shirley Temple. Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) And so the guy, one of the pilots saw me and realized, you know, this is a kid. She's no big threat. And they just took off. And so we headed on to Vienna. When we got to Vienna, the airport knew about my reputation at that point. And I guess I'll tell you one of the other facts was that I was, at the time, the world's youngest female twin engine pilot. See, now there's a trivia. There's a trivia. Yeah. So when we land, what do they do? They come out in this little cart and they bring a red carpet. (laughs) Mm. Unroll it up to where to the, my plane. I'm, th- I'm thinking that yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if I'd done all the stuff that you did, yeah, you better be rolling out the red carpet. <laughs> well, exactly, honey. So. so feel feel very special, honey. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they had seen in the newspaper and Ge- the Geneva paper that I had that reputation, and so they were treating me really well. Mm-hmm. But of course, that was you know like maybe. I don't know, an hour after I'd just been almost killed by the Czechoslovakians. <laughs> mm. Anyway, that's um, that's that story, honey. My goodness. <laughs> but great stories. I mean, I, some of these stories I, I've heard before, but uh-huh. every time you tell them, I'm, I'm learning a little bit more. And, you know, one of the things that you and I had, we've talked about is that um, your parents were really good people and they really had a lot of trust and you being able to do that. Because that wasn't true. I mean, that was, you didn't, kids didn't get to, <laughs> I'm just thinking, my parents would have told me up uh-huh. if, if I had done some of the things that you tell me you did. Well, like, well I'll tell you one more I got tore, I got towed up from like crossing the street when they told me not to cross the street. You're like in the Alps and doing stuff. and Yeah. It just doesn't confuse. So sometimes. when I didn't listen to them about flying, you did, know. Did they tell you planes? up? Did you get towed up? Yeah, because when I, I came back to the U.S. at the end of the summer to go to Vanderbilt. Right. My father said, I'll pick you up at the airport in New York. 
and yeah. I'm coming with all your clothes that you need at college. You're Uh-oh. not getting to go home. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're not getting to go see your dog. You are flying with me from the airport in New York out to Nashville, Tennessee. You were in trouble. I was in trouble. So that was it. I didn't get to choose what I brought with me. That was my punishment. Oh. <laughs> man, you got off easy. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> you right. Did. All right, so that was, man, oh, man. That was number four. We'll skip one. All Let's right. go. All right, so number five. I performed a salsa dance in Heredia, Costa Rica. That's true. And that's true. But actually, you sh- I should know, uh, should tell you that Lee also was the co-performer. I did. I, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Yes. Uh, we were at a school for Spanish. It was an immersion program. And at the graduation party and program, they asked Lee and I to do a dance. Yeah, you, you, (laughs) (laughs) she told me that uh, we wouldn't get our our diploma if we didn't perform. So (laughs) reluctantly, but anyway, so that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. So, all right. So that, so you did perform salsa in Costa Rica. So that was good. That's true. All right. Number six. I played I on a golf team. I didn't know. I don't know if I knew this one. You didn't know that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we. Uh, it was easy to do because my family's home was right on the Vero Beach um, golf course. So you guys, you guys are like well healed. Um. What? <laughs> yeah, who knows? But uh, I will say this: I, I, um, the minute we. I went off to college to get Vanderbilt. I didn't have time for golf, so they wanted me to join the team when I got there, but I didn't. I I, I was somebody who had to really study, mm-hmm. so um, that was that. It was a short-lived little event. Did you enjoy go- golf? Because I don't think as, um, or since we've known each other, you haven't played yeah. much. Yeah, you and I, I think, went to a golf school right. up in, where was that? Mm, uh, New Hampshire or New Hampshire, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, no, it never became a love. Uh-huh. It was too sedate, honey. It was a, oh yeah. Well, I'm thinking flying in the Alps <laughs> yeah, and right. uh, it was too sedate. Bermuda Triangle. Uh, uh, let's go play some golf. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. How about um, number seven? Number we've, seven. We've got about five minutes or so. I had um, a pretty difficult um, um, problem with arthritis in my knee. And uh, Lee and I went to school in Cuenca, Ecuador, one summer. Again, another immersion program. And while we were there, I had gone with the idea that I was going to find a shaman to be- heal me. Mm-hmm. And that was just an I intent. That too. Yeah. And sure enough, it it happened. It we the school took us to this place. Do you remember the name of it? Canari. Um, um, uh, yeah, the Canari yeah. uh, people, indigenous uh, village. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, the minute we got off the, the bus, this guy looked at me and I could tell he had some interest in me for some reason. And sure enough, he took us on a healing trip up the mountains and he decided to heal me. Mm-hmm. He must have sensed, you know, my yeah. intention. Yeah, I was I was there. Yeah. You know, I'm one of those people who's, uh, you know, I'm a curious skeptic, I guess is what you would say about some of that kind of stuff. And uh so when they you were there, I mean, it's your yeah. story, but I, if you don't mind, you know, they were doing their rituals. And I don't know if you remember, remember they were blowing smoke? <laughs> <laughs> they, yes. they were blowing smoke, you know. And they didn't <laughs> spit at me, honey, because <laughs> Lee was afraid that they were going to spit because we'd seen They'd, videos. Yeah, some of them spit at you, right? <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's, it's like you know, it's, I, I kept thinking, okay, all right. 
this gives whole new meaning to you know, blow smoke at somebody. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and also, you know, the spitting part, I'm thinking, you know, you go to the doctor and you say to the doctor, hey, my left foot hurts. Yeah, right. And he stomps on your right foot and says, okay, ow, my right foot hurts. Well, now your left foot doesn't hurt anymore right. now, does it? So anyway, but anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So um, they actually had a ceremony and I think there were about 40 people. They all held hands, yeah, put me in the center of the group and uh, that was to keep the energy in. And uh, I was told if I ever did have problems in the future, all I needed to do was take some aloe, a live aloe plant, you know, a piece of that. And yeah. I would, would um, cut it down the middle and put it, um, they put theirs on coals. I put mine in the microwave to heat it a little bit and rub it on the knee. If, if they had a microwave, they would put it in the microwave. Yeah, they had coals. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, uh, we come home from uh, Ecuador, from Costa uh, Ecuador, I'm sorry. And uh, I went to see my rheumatologist. And before you go, you always have to get blood work. I walk into his office. He um, was uh, head of rheumatology at UConn, an older gentleman. And um, he actually was about ready to retire. And he walked into the room and said, Ginger, whose blood work was that? Is that Lee's? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he did not believe it was my blood work, really. He said, I see no signs of arthritis. What has happened to you? It's a true story. <laughs> and and I told him, and he was so, it, he, I mean, it impresses me to this day that a, a doctor who's usually trained traditionally was willing to accept that this worked, it happened, I was free of arthritis. So now it has been five years, yeah. and I am still healed. That's unbelievable. So I'm, I feel pretty uh, grateful that that happened. And um, I, uh, like Lee said, he would not have believed it if he hadn't been there and actually there. seen me go through the ceremony. I mean, we were we were thinking that you know maybe our you know our dancing stuff was going to be right over pretty much you know soon. Oh, pretty much, yeah. You know. Yep. Um, and we've been dan doing nothing but dancing ever since then, <laughs> whenever we can get out there. So Now, let me tell you all, I didn't want to do this, like I said. I didn't mm. want to be the speaker. Thank you, by the way. But it's kind of fun because I look at Lee's face as I tell these stories, and he still is, like, amazed. I'm still amazed. Um, so I have one less thing to tell them, honey. Okay. I'm going to tell them that I had my own house with lights, water, screened windows, etc., between the ages of six and nine. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I used to have friends come over and we'd all sleep out in my house. Right. It, I mean, it really was a fully functioning house. Um, my father and I built it. It was about an eight by eight, what you'd call a mini house these days. And um, I had it as a dollhouse, basically. But guess what happened at age eight? What happened? I took all the doll items out. And converted my house into a law office. <laughs> <laughs> a law office. Okay, so that was ambitious. Uh-huh. And my father painted a sign for me. It said, 77 Corkscrew Circle, Attorney at Law. So that is weird. Well, it's weird. That's really weird. It gets weirder because yeah. when Lee and I first moved in together... Uh, we, you mean as, as husband and wife? Yes, as husband and so wife. So she was like, yeah, we were, yeah, we were... <laughs> so as we moved in together... Sure enough, the address of the new house that we bought yep. 
was 77 yep. Oak Ridge Drive. 77 Oak, Oak Ridge. Ridge instead Isn't of 77 Corkscrew Circle. So weird. we both knew this was the house we should yes. have. We, we both had buy. that feeling too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was really amazing. This is it. Right. So I guess that's as much as I will say. Well, man, oh man, oh man, I, Ginger, do me a favor. Would you come back on the show, please? <laughs> See, people—they liked it. They liked it. They so liked let's it. give her, let's give her, her a round of applause, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, you know, I hope you hang around and listen too, because we've got we've got birthdays coming up. We've got all kinds of things coming up, and. Uh, we don't need that. Yeah, Gina, Gina Strovers, she put together this show for us tonight here. So, um, and I got to do the music. So I picked a song to kind of close out this segment called Stir It Up. <laughs> Stir It Up because that's exactly what my wife does in, has done in her life. She stirs it up. But so, we are staying married, guys. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we're not going to any place anytime soon. So. All right, everybody, you listen to the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. I'm DJ Professor Lee. When we come back, we're going to do birthdays right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. Let's go.
don't go nowhere because when we come come back after this song, we're going to do birthdays. had a chance to uh, to listen into the show before now because uh, yeah we had Ginger here in the studio and oh my goodness I told you I told you she is like unbelievable the things that she's accomplished and the things that she's done in her life is just phenomenal and we only touched on the surface of some of this stuff uh, you know I haven't been married uh, to her for 30 plus years um, we both have learned things about each other that we, you know, we're both like impressed, but she definitely, <laughs> she definitely takes the cake anyway. So we'll definitely have her back. Mandy said I should have her on every week and we would definitely be smarter, right? And she's right. You know, we definitely would be smarter right now. It's time for birthdays. So, um, if you've got a birthday or you know, somebody who has a birthday, uh, just let us know. We'll give them a shout out. And um, what first thing I want to do is I want to give a big old birthday. Happy birthday to neighbor John. That's right. My neighbor John Strovers today is his birthday, and so I just wanted to wish him a happy birthday. Hope he had a very pun day on his birthday. Yeah, it, neighbor John is actually our program producer's dad. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, Gina. Yeah, you know Gina, right? So, uh, yeah, happy birthday. You know who else was born on this day? Barry Manilow, right? You remember that? I think we featured him not too long ago, right? We featured him as one of our TTT Moment people. Yeah, he was born on June 17th. That's what today is, uh, June 17th, in 1943 in New York. And he's, um, you know, when you think of Barry Manilow, he's, it's another case of stars who, who had to change their name before becoming famous. He was born Barry Allen Pincus. Okay, so so hear what, what I'm saying. He was born Barry Allen Pincus, and he changed his name to Barry Manilow. So that was a that was a good call, wasn't it? Can you imagine? All right, we have one of the number one hits. Give it up for Barry Allen Pincus. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that worked. But anyways, um, yeah, you probably know who Barry Manilow is. Some of his more famous songs uh, are th ones like, uh, could, be, could It Be Magic, Copacabana, you know. Yes, he's been around for a long time. So I bet you didn't know that Barry Manilow was actually the guy who wrote the jingle 
you know, for State Farm. You know, the, the you know, like a good neighbor, State Farm is here. You joking me? No, <laughs> that was Barry Manilow. He actually wrote that. Wow, right? Yeah. Did you also know that he he wrote the jingle? I'm stuck on Band-Aids because Band-Aids stuck on me. Holy moly. Yeah, Barry. Remember, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm stuck on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wrote the song Mandy. for Just for you, Mandy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's Barry Manilow. So, happy birthday, Barry Manilow. Happy birthday. You know who else was born on this day? Will Forte. Yeah, it's June 17, 1970 in California. Um, he grew up idolizing people like Steve Martin, Dave Letterman, not to mention pretending to record his own radio show. So, uh, yeah, maybe he could have been on the TTT radio network, you know. But anyways, all through his life, it seemed like he was, he was destined to, to be a comedian. And so for a while, you know, he resisted this. And instead, he wanted to become a football player. <laughs> uh, that didn't work out so well. So anyways, after college, he decided that basically what he would do is, um, you know, he would just go into writing. And um, he wrote a screenplay and discovered that this was this was where he needed to go. And then finally, he ended up landing a, a gig as a writer on Saturday Night Live and then started impersonating people like George W. Bush, um, it created, he impersonated a bunch of other people like Lauren Michaels and so forth. And um, you, I, you, you can't see him on the radio, but if you saw his face, you would know exactly who I'm talking about. So happy birthday to Will Forte. And also, so I want to say happy birthday to all of y'all, right? Happy birthday to neighbor John. Happy birthday to Barry Manilow. Happy birthday to Will Forte. And um, so this is all happy for you guys. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Yeah, so we want you to get up and want you to dance a little bit. We're going to let this song play a little bit so you can get up and you can actually do a little electric slide. If you don't know how to do the electric slide, just do something, right? Yeah. Come on, let's go.
TTT Radio Network. <laughs> oh my goodness. A little boogie woogie 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 woogie. So this is June 17th, and as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, a uh, big thing happened today on June 17th. Uh, President Joe Biden actually signed into law that June 19th is going to be a federal holiday. Yeah, it has always been a holiday that was recognized in the African American community. It's actually and technically the day that slavery actually ended in the United States. And, and you know, not what your, your um, history book said. A lot of history was hidden from the American people. And uh, yeah, after the Emancipation Proclamation ending slavery, it went on for another two and a half years. So uh, definitely this is a big day, folks. At any rate, you should look up that. If you haven't looked it up, you should know more about your history, folks. But also on this day in history, did you know that the disassembled Statue of Liberty in 1885 arrived in New York? That's right. It's now considered one of the most iconic landmarks in the world. And definitely, <laughs> definitely the, the most iconic landmark in the United States, but it's recognized all over the world. France, in recognition of the two countries' partnerships in the American Revolution in years, um, donated that or gave that as a gift to the United States for that partnership. So, yeah, congratulations and thank you, France. Did you know that it was actually shipped across the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, 
So it had to be broken up into 350 pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty amazing that they were able to do some of the things they did way back then without the technology that we have today. Also, today was the day. I, I don't know if you remember where you were in 1994 when O.J. Simpson went on that, that uh, low-speed chase. You know, you hear about a high-speed chase. You hear about a low-speed chase. Well, the O.J. Simpson <laughs> chase was definitely a low-speed chase. Remember, he was in the white Bronco. Um, you know, if you don't know who O.J. Simpson uh, is, his name is Orenthal James Simpson. He was known mostly as O.J. Anyways, he was a football player, sports commentator, actor, and, and media personality. And then um, all of a sudden, something happened. And he basically killed his wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ronald Goldman. And, um, or they were killed, and he was the prime suspect, I should say. But anyways, when the LAPD came to arrest him, he took off and slipped out the back door of his house and basically led police on a car chase down the highway. So that happened on this day in 1994. Where were you in 1994? Do you remember? I actually remember where we were. We were actually in Florida. Yeah, we were in Florida. I think we had we had taken one of our first cruises with our youngest daughter and um, we had stopped in to visit with her mom. So we were going to spend some time in Florida and I remember everybody was just captivated just watching, you know, what was going on on the TV screen at that time. So at any rate, Let's let this track play out, and when we come back, we'll talk about um, holidays. What holidays happen on this date here? And, uh, well, this is, uh, I'm not going to tell you what year it is, but this is June 17th, and there's a holiday for every day of the year. And today's no different. So here we go.
is an impromptu. I want you, and I'm going to tell you what I want to uh-huh. do to you. Your girlfriend, she wants to beautiful. Just flew in from Perry, Boulevard, in a city that don't snooze. Smooth amongst the who's who's, and I use my celeb to get this one home. Why everything that feel good gotta be so wrong? Give me room now. I'm like hey. a vampire under full moon now. Hey. And I don't know about you now, but hey. I think I wanna try something new now. See what it do now. And when we sat down, uh, cause you was losing your breath now. Uh, cause you be doing it to death now. She be doing E to F now. What's left now? Mr. West now. Can you get any more fresh now? Yeah. I think I just did. Yeah, just I play now. that track. I just love the I just love the beat of that track. So you probably hear that track more often than you do some other tracks here. There's there are a few tracks like that, you know. I just I just like them. So anyways, they kind of get me going. They get me tapping my feet, bobbing my head, or in your case, bobbing your head and tapping your feet. So <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> But anyway, some people are like that, and that's you. All right. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, today, there's a holiday. Did you know that today is National Mascot Day? Yeah, that's right. National Mascot Day. And so, um, you know, you could, I don't know. Have you seen mascots? You know, like, imagine getting that job. You know, that's your job, right? What? Which must, okay, I'm reporting for work. What's my job today? You're the mascot. You know, you, what? So what does that mean? I gotta, well, you got to stand outside. You got to wear a big old heavy um, costume. And you got to hold a sign while you're doing it at the same time. So. Anyways, but if you see a mascot, you need to kind of like uh, kind of appreciate them. They're trying to they're trying to turn a buck just like everybody else. So let's give the mascots a big, big old round of applause because this is their day. Yeah, and as, you know the thing is, mascots are everywhere. I mean, they're like you see them as um, on the sports teams. And have you ever seen some of these mascots? How they perform? Some of the things that they do is just unbelievable. You know, you know, in terms of the way they they can, some of them can dance. Uh, some of them are very talented, and so you know, I give them. They they definitely, definitely, definitely are deserving of the props that we give them. So, also, did you know that um, <laughs> there there also there are there are actual mental health issues associated with um with 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 mascots yeah did you know are you serious no 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 i i'm 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 serious yeah yeah it it turns out you know like sometimes you know you're the you're the (laughs) sometimes some people are like the first in line you know to to line up you know to for to to take a picture (laughs) uh you know who you know who tends to do that Gina, yeah, Gina. Yeah, Gina, I'm yeah. Coming from G- the north, from the south. You don't <laughs> yeah. even know. I'm just like exploding in the That's action. really. Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, no. Gina, she's like the first in line. She loves to be to have her picture snapped with uh with mascots. So she has no fear of them. But some people are, you know, some people are are afraid, you know. <laughs> No, no, I'm serious. Now Gina doesn't she doesn't care for them, right? She's you know, she's she's she thinks they're kinda of weird. I don't know, I'm kinda of like that with clowns. Are you guys like that? You know, it's like like clowns. You see a cloud a clown, you know, and they have that face, you know, and I'm a bad boy. Oh man, yeah, don't you know, I gotta I gotta get out of here, right? So you, that's the feeling. But yeah, there's actually a name. It's called Mascalophobia. 
yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah, it's called masculophobia. So anyway, <laughs> so anyways, I don't know, but I just thought you'd want to know that. So if you if you if you're afraid of mascots and you you've been worried about it all these years, there's a condition. There's probably some place where you can get some treatment and work through whatever those issues are. So. But <laughs> let's do this track, and then when we come back, we got some crazy facts, and then we'll let you all out of here. Right here on the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. You know I'm going out tonight, and I'm looking right, just like I knew I would. And there's a party going on, and I'm pretty sure I'm about to get my freak on. Nice track, nice smooth track. Enjoy yourself by Allure. 
Uh, we are near the end of our show, folks, and I just got to go. I'm running a little bit behind, but that's okay. You know, there's nobody um, up after me tonight. Yeah, DJ KBMP can't do tonight, so um, we got a little extra time here. So we will we will take advantage of that. So we got crazy facts coming up right now, and there are some crazy facts. And so for those of you who this is your first time listening to the show, our whole thing here on the show is to share with you information that helps you be smarter than you need to be, right? Just so that you have information, you have access to information because you have a cell phone, you have a tablet or whatever you have, you carry it with all you all the time. And all of this information is right there at your fingertips. Now, I got one little tip for you, though. If you look up something on the Internet, um, you got to confirm, right? You can't. You got to confirm. You got to verify because just because it's on the Internet doesn't mean it's really true. But, um, you know, look up the different sources and, and find out. Like Juneteenth, that's true. <laughs> verify. Look in the paper. Look on the Internet. You know, ask people. Look in books. And the information is there. But here we go. These are a amazing, amazing, crazy, crazy with a K facts. Did you know that an estimated 3 million shipwrecks lay on the ocean floor and only about 1% one per, one of them um, have ever been explored? Did you, did you, do you believe Away. that? Yeah. An estimated 3 million shipwrecks lay on the ocean floor and only about 1% of them have ever been explored by anyone. So you can only imagine how much um, treasure is down there. So, <laughs> and here's another one. Even though it's a, tr it is truly a massive planet. Did you know that Jupiter has the shortest days of any of any planet in our solar system? Yep, Jupiter only has ten hour days. Right? So, Away. Yeah, yeah, only ten hour days. Also, did you know that Miss Piggy from the Muppets and Yoda from Star Wars were voiced by the same person? Did you did you know that? No way. Yeah, Miss no Piggy. No way. Yeah, Get real. Yeah, Miss Piggy from the Muppets and Yoda from Star Wars were were voiced by a guy by the name of Frank Oz. Yeah, yeah, he was. This guy was really good. And also, did you hear? Did you know that in addition to their fur? Tigers are also have striped skin. Did, did you did you did you know that? What? Yeah. So tigers are striped, but they also have they have striped skin. I yeah. I I'm trying to figure out. Okay. Well. <laughs> so let's okay. Tigers are like they're, they're nothing to mess with, man. You you know what I mean? It's like okay. All right. So we're gonna do a study. All right, it's, it's, it's time to do a study. <laughs> what is the study? Well, we're going to study the tigers. Uh, we're going to study their, their furs because they're striped. Okay. Uh, but I wonder what the skin is like. You know, I mean, like, like what, what, is the, what is the tiger's skin like? I mean, the fur is striped. Um, okay, Billy. Billy, it's... Uh, you know how last week it was your turn? It was my turn last week. It's your turn this week, Billy. <clears throat> um, all right, I, I did the fur, Billy. I did the fur. And uh, now we got to go. You got to go look underneath that fur and uh, and see what see what is any stripes on the on the fur, Billy. All right, take Edward with you. All right, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, you get the you get the clippers, Edward. Get get the get the clippers. Okay, he's moving. Keep him still. Keep him still. Because because we got a study. We got money. We got money for the study. And uh, you know it's crazy, Gina. Where do you get these? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh my goodness. I don't know, Briella. She really, she really enjoys that. So, but I don't know. I, I was messing with you guys. That's it. You know. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the end of my time. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show, <laughs> listening to the TTT Radio Network Worldwide. I'm That's it. That's it. I'm done. I got to go because I got no mo, and it's time to go. So you are listening to DJ Professor Lee. I'll be here every week, 7 o'clock, right on up to 8.30. Oh, my God. This was a crazy show. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.